Today, I want to talk a little bit about the importance of understanding our emotions. It might sound as if we have been talking about this forever, and it might even be true. But I want to tell you my perspective on this. Everybody has heard about a part of the brain called amygdala. This part of the brain is like the neural center of all our emotions, positive and negative. So a study was done when basically what we would do is to hook up people on something called fMRI, very similar to what we are familiar with called the MRI. The fMRI basically it's a functional magnetic resonance imaging machine. What basically this machine does is it's capable of measuring that there is neuroactivation and a connection with blood flow. Basically, it means every time a part of the brain is activated, a huge amount of blood flow goes to that part of the brain. So let's imagine that you're having a negative emotion. The negative side of your amygdala is fired up. So a lot of flow of blood goes to that specific part of your brain. So how could we measure that? Basically, by having the someone with that equipment hooked up on them and they would see negative images and that will bring negative emotion. So a lot of flow of blood would go to the negative part of the amygdala and that of course will influence in a lot of other body responses such as speed in heart rate, sweat, anxiety and a lot of emotions trigger super negative responses that then will start impacting you physically. And if that's not taken care of, it can become something chronic, as having difficulty to sleep, struggling with traumatic memories that replay on your mind a million times, almost as if we, if that's not really treated, we are going to keep activating that part of the amygdala over and over again. This is basically the source of trauma, an ease that we have to access bad memories or bad feelings that are stored sometimes in the body as well. So why is this so important? The most important thing of understanding all of that is when someone asks you how you're doing, if it's not your neighbor trying to get rid of you, you better take a moment and start getting more focused on what is the true response here. Why do I say if it's not your neighbor? Because if it's someone that you just want to be cordial and it's not really relevant, how are you? I'm fine. And you? I'm good too. Goodbye. It's done. But there's a sense of importance of you knowing which emotions you are feeling. And I'll tell you how and why this becomes so important. When someone says they are overwhelmed, they're basically telling you that they have a lot of emotions flowing through them and they most likely feel lost, don't know what to do. So overwhelmment, in my point of view, is a compound of emotions and therefore I can't pinpoint one emotion and when I don't know what I'm feeling, all my body gets in heightened alert. I am in danger, there's something wrong, I am not safe and therefore we go all the way back again triggering that part of the brain that is in over alert. Understand one thing, if you know and you can point out which emotion you're feeling, 
there's something, even if the emotion is negative, this is interesting on that study, if they were shown an image while they're hooked up on this machine, and you would say to that person, so what are you feeling? And they would say, I feel sadness. The negative part of the amygdala that was receiving a huge amount of flow of blood receives less. Basically, every time you're capable of labeling an emotion with clarity, the flow of blood to the negative part of the amygdala decreases. My understanding is there is a feeling that you are in control when you understand what you're feeling. You're not overwhelmed. You might not know the answer or be very objective about the solution, how to stop feeling what you're feeling. But now it's proven that the, just the fact that you can label what you're feeling decreases that activation. I would like to discuss with you something called emotional libraries. Emotional libraries for me basically is people being capable of fine-tuning into what they're feeling and finding sub-colors or subtitles. Let me try to explain to you better. So imagine you are kind of looking for a book or you're searching in the internet for a specific category in a book. So the first thing that you do is, let's say you like romance. So you're going to look for the category romance. But inside a romantic book, there can be many tones. It can be a thriller with romance. So there's many possibilities of looking to subtones to be extremely precise. What we're looking at here is how can we do that to our emotions? Let's imagine that when you ask someone, they will have two responses, good and bad. Under the category of bad and under the category of good, there are so many possibilities. What we are going to do in this practice is to start to understand what are you truly feeling at every given moment. First of all, we have acknowledged that when you're capable of labeling what you're feeling, immediately you decrease the flow of blood to the negative part of the amygdala. And the opposite is true. When you are capable of labeling something positive, you actually increase the amount of flow of blood to the positive part of the amygdala. And this explains why people are so big on insisting on gratitude. Gratitude forces you to look at everything that's going right. So that part of your brain is really receiving a massive amount of flow of blood and therefore you start secreting all the feel-good hormones. In my mind, this is quite easy to make sense. When you're imagining, your amygdala doesn't have any idea if this is real or not. The same applies to if I show you a picture of something. It's not really happening. But you have all the binary responses as if you were. So to wrap up the session today, I'm going to ask you to start practicing an exercise of gratitude, paying attention to everything that you actually can be grateful for. After you see that and you're grateful mentally, start creating mental images of everything you want to achieve. Now, achievement is not necessarily something massive. If you have a busy day and you want to flow through that day in a peaceful way, that's what you're envisioning. You have your to-do list 
and you're flowing through that to-do list with peace and sense of humor and maybe you're not going to be capable of wrapping up the day ticking all the boxes however you can envision yourself wrapping up the day in the best way possible now you understand why it's so important for you to expand your emotional libraries being more precise with language we will do an exercise that teaches you to find a lot of color in a huge spectrum of emotions Always remember to start this exercise is taking nice, long, focused, deep breaths. Now you understand what happens inside your body. When you decide to breathe deeply and calmly, you are sending the message that you're safe, that you can relax and everything is okay. I hope you enjoy this practice. Make yourself comfortable. Allow yourself to find an easy, comfortable position. Adjust yourself as much as you need so we can disengage from the body and start to pay attention to other aspects of this practice. And as you settle in the best position for this practice this morning, you start taking all your attention to the places of contact between your body and wherever you decided to sit. Observing the contact of your feet against the floor or against your legs, the back of your thighs, observing how the spine is holding itself Paying attention to where the hands are, touching the thighs or touching each other. We are taking all your attention out of your body. Allowing you to feel grounded and present. Landing in this spot right now. Start giving your attention to the breath without trying to change or interfere in anything. Just observe the quality and the flux of air in and out of your body. It is a natural response that as soon as we call our attention to the breath, we naturally and organically start taking deep breaths. Allow the tendency to come and go and just observe the nature of your breath. Observing where the air is naturally flowing to, feeling your lungs, feeling the low part of your lungs expanding the belly or maybe not. Observe if the shoulders are coming up and down as you expand your lungs. And we also create a mental note of the quality of the breath before you practice. Letting that observation go and we start engaging with how are you feeling. That check-in moves away from any physical observation, but checking in emotionally.
See if you're capable of stringing three words together, but describe your emotions at the moment. And we're also going to keep this in the back of your head. We observe the breath. We have observed the body. And we have check in, checked in with our emotions. We let that go and start to focus now on consciously deepening the breath. Inhaling fully and peacefully. Allow the shoulders to rise towards the ears. Exhale with control. Open the mouth, relax your jaw. Trying to tuck the belly in, creating pressure in the base of your diaphragm, expelling all the old air from your body. As you feel the urge, a new flow of air comes in your body. We inhale deeply and slowly, allowing a huge expansion of the chest and belly. Symbolically inviting the new into the body. And whenever you feel ready, let the air, slow and controlled, flow out of your body. Open the mouth, relax the tongue, relax your jaw. Tuck the tummy in, all the old air expelled. Symbolically, having an intention to get rid of all the old patterns, old beliefs, old ways of operating that no longer serve you. Allow your breath to follow a natural pace You go through the flow of the breath, the more the physical body softens and relaxes. Organically, everything relaxes. Your brain waves go slower and slower. We are diving into deeper and deeper states of relaxation. Organically, your body knows exactly what to do to take you into a receptive and open space for this practice. We start this practice by connecting to your guides, your masters and angels, to whatever you believe that guides you. Repeat mentally after me if this feels true to you. Deep down, from the center of my being, where I know I'm only love, I connect to source, where I know I come from, and I know it's only love. With this connection being made, I'm capable and I'm willing to let go of all mind patterns, beliefs that no longer serve me. I release 
any resistance, any obstacle. And I allow this practice to work wonders for me. Deepen the breath, allowing that intention to seek space inside of you and there it stays. Visualize yourself standing as if you're looking at yourself from the outside. You can imagine that the screen pops out just in front of your third eye and you're watching as if you're sitting watching a movie. You can see yourself standing. You are capable of floating around you so you can see yourself from any angle that you choose to. And in front of you, you can see your mother, your father and your stepdad standing beside each other. You now realize that you're holding a box and you can feel the box texture. Observe how it feels. You can feel the weight of this box. You can imagine that this box has a sound. Maybe it's quiet. Maybe it has a special sound coming from it. You can also think that this box has a scent. Maybe it's pleasant, neutral, or maybe unpleasant. Holding this box, you become aware that in this box is everything you have learned about anger, resentment, betrayal, passivity, passive aggressiveness. And now maybe the weight of the box just changes. Maybe this container changes its shape, its weight, its sound, its scent. Allow yourself to now investigate if anything changed as you're very aware to what's inside the box. Your three parents are watching you and you hand in the box to them which all of them are happy to extend their arms and collect from you. And as you are giving this box to them, you repeat mentally, here, I give to all of you what belongs to you. I only stay with what's really mine. Everything I've learned from you, everything I've seen you do, belongs to you. I no longer hold any of those lessons or inclinations. I no longer stop myself from being angry because I never wanted to look or feel like you. 
I see you, you are part of me, and I'm part of you. I am no longer confused in what's mine and what's yours. I thank you and I set myself free. They hold that box and immediately that box is split into three. Each and every one of them holds a smaller version of the same box. They look at you and turn their backs. And as they turn their backs to you, you realize you feel lighter by not holding that box anymore. You now observe that in front of your parents are their parents, their father and their mother. Maybe you even met him, them or you have pictures of them. So you can visualize them standing in front of your parents. Imagine now your parents giving the box to their parents and saying the same thing. Here, I give everything that truly belongs to you. Everything I saw, everything I heard, everything you made me believe that no longer belongs to me. I am free. And you can imagine your grandparents doing the same. This image cascades backwards like a domino. And as they keep on passing this box from generation to generation, you see your parents magically disappearing. All of them involved in these huge cues magically disappear exactly as you can picture dominoes falling one on top of each other. And as you watch that scene, mentally you become aware that any transgenerational idea of anger overexpressed or not expressed at all, passivity, is completely deleted from your system. You no longer need to follow any of those commands. Visualize yourself turning your back to the whole scene and walking away. Take a nice long deep breath. Exhale through an open mouth. Attention goes back to your third eye. Imagine you're looking at that spot even with your eye gaze closed. Relax the body, deepen the breath. Now feel yourself grounded in the chair again. Feel yourself incarnated, heavy, again sitting, lying, wherever you are. You create the full awareness of your body again. And still with your eye gaze closed, you can feel, imagine, that you can sense warmth beside you, as if another person 
just sat very, very close to you. Your energy field is picking up that presence beside you. And this is anger. And she's just sitting beside you. Mentally, you can hear her asking you to allow her to be your companion. She's asking you, let me keep you safe. Be your gatekeeper. Let me stand on the line of your boundaries. Let me show you that I'm not your enemy. But my deepest intention is to keep you safe. Keep your values being honored. Every time I came too strong and you rejected me, there was a, dis there was a misunderstanding or you were not listening to my whispers. I am your friend and not to be rejected. We are working in partnership. I will show you signs of my whisper in your body. Observe you tensing up, foggy mind, passive actions. This is me telling you through your body that I am wanting to speak to you. Listen to my whispers. Pay attention to how you feel. This is where I come easily to let you know that I am around and it's time for you to listen. Imagine yourself sliding your hands to the side and holding the hands of this beloved, caring, fierce friend that has no shame to come full force when you are not hurt. Imagine that you can also talk back and say whatever you want to her, remake agreements, explain or ask. You can establish now your own new way of connecting to her that feels healthy for you, that's not charged with any commands from your past or transgenerational commands. It's you with you in this lifetime. whatever way that feels possible for you let her remind you of her presence maybe you will wear something that reminds you to have that check-in within your body observing for her whisper spread around your physical body taking action when she whispers something for you 
You are now friends, companions. You can be grateful for your gatekeeper. That from now on, she's really watching your back in a new way. You are safe. You no longer need experiences of betrayal, passive aggressiveness, any experience that you have to call on her in her worst version. From now on, you declare that you are capable of standing up for yourself day by day in a very healthy way. Let anger go with gratitude in your heart and connect back to your breath. Observe the body resting against the chair. Connect again to the quality of the breath. And as you wrap up this practice, let's string again three words or so of how you feel at the moment after your practice. Nice long deep inhale, full exhale through an open mouth. And bring yourself back in your own time, taking whatever notes you need to take to keep this experience alive. Namaste.